You are now in tune to Times of Refreshing with ICAM. In this session, this shall be a soaking session in the presence of the Lord. Will you feel the tangible supernatural presence of God? Will you soak, you rest, you listen, and you fine-tune to hearing God as this melody plays unto you? Therefore, I invite you in, into this soaking session, where the strong supernatural grace of God is in. And as you enter into the supernatural grace, your ears, your heart shall open up and you shall be elevated to the next level of hearing and seeing that you may hear your father speaks to you in the still small voice that you have never heard him before. Enter into his presence. smile again and you shall laugh again 
kudus
I release you from that tension internally. Release. You shall now be open completely to the Father. And as you are open completely to the Father, so shall there be a loosening. Your temple shall no longer be stiff. Greetings, 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 greetings. This is ICAM. Welcome back to my podcast. A next season, a next episode. And I usher in this season and this next episode with spontaneous worship in on-time prophetic word going into it. So listen in, stay tuned.
That's what God is looking for. Yes. God is saying, I only need a yes from you. Don't say no. Say yes. Sensitivity, sensuality, sexuality. These are the enlightenment that takes place in the prophetic. It's called deeper and higher in Him. You are a new creation in Him by His Spirit with a new DNA. Therefore, you tap into the prophetic by his spirit, whereas you hear clearly what the spirit is saying, for the spirit knows all things, and it reveals unto the willing and obedient, who's willing to listen and to be moved by him. There's a fresh wind that's about to happen, and this fresh wind shall bring the second wind. Some folks are about to get their second wind, their tongue shall be loose. 
their song shall be restored and the heavenly language shall be given unto them some folks are about to have their water come out finally again in their tummy and this time the water shall not be tainted neither shall it be contaminated it shall be pure and holy and when this water comes out things are going to change in their temple God said he's doing it for you loose there it is there it is it's coming out now God says he says my covenant is already made available all you have to do is say yes don't say no say yes there it is there it is are about to be restored to some folks haven't been dreaming and God says he's willing to speak to them in their dreams again all you have to do is say yes just say yes there it is there it is dreams are being restored God says my spirit shall dwell in there now and I shall visit you in your dreams syllables what what you hear me doing as I sing in the spirit in syllables those are the beginning state of the prayer language when you sing in syllables you loosen up your tongue and you invite the presence of God and the spirit of God but this is a supernatural encounter that's going to happen to the human temple and as you put this into practice something shall happen to your temple even have even as i have spoken unto you that your water shall come out that there shall be a second wind a fresh wind receive the breath of god receive it jesus oh my goodness Some folks are about to feel something in the nostril. 
like some form of some form of um, recreation taking place in their nostril. God says He's placing His Spirit in their nostril, and that the discernment shall change according to His doing and His liking. And my Spirit shall even enter there, says the Spirit of the Lord. This is what it means to tap in. When you tap in, you listen. And how you tap in is you come in full subjection to the Lord to receive from Him. What you submit to and subject to is what you inherit from. To whom that is whom you look up to. Therefore, as you tap in, you submit yourself and humble yourself that you may receive from who you're looking up to. The Lord says he's, he's changing certain people's subjection. Yes, even right now. Because what they've been submitted to has not been blessing them. But when they come back to me, the Lord said, I shall bless them. There it is. Order is restored unto them even right now. There it is. There it is. Some folks have been asking, how is it that he knows these things and we don't see these things? When you enter into the spiritual realm, the spirit shall reveal all things to those who are willing. Sight is not given to the unfaithful. Sight is only given to the faithful. Therefore, the reason why he knows these things, because he's not unfaithful. He is faithful. Therefore sight is granted unto him. And you too who are faithful. God says he shall grant sight unto you. Open up their spiritual eyes. That they may see again. To those who are faithful. See, worship is the invitation of your God. God loves worship. Worship is the invitation of your God. That the spirit of him may dwell in the place where you worship. Even in the temple that you worship. Even thy own temple. Worship is the catalyst. Without worship, you don't move your God. Therefore, pure worship must be restored to move your God. It is worship that he looks for. It is worship that he's... I had to pause for a second. There was a smile that came to me. But God says, as you worship him, all things shall be changed. Pure worship is the end of destruction. Therefore, any nation that has worship to its pure state, God says their destruction shall come to an end, even unto the people. These are syllables. 
These are syllables, guys. Beginning. God says that their dry and barren days shall now come to an end as they believe. Whatever they couldn't feel, they shall suddenly feel. Whatsoever they couldn't sense, they shall suddenly sense. Whatsoever disconnection that they had from him, God says he's breaking it now, even in this hour. Your covenant shall be restored and renewed. And after you have gotten in connection to the source of the power, God says he's changing things in your life. Renewal of covenant, changing of direction, changing of mentality, changing. Oh yes, there is a change. Oh yes, there is a change. But when there's change, it's brand new. I invite you to the new beginning. Visions, 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 yes. God said he's restoring visions too. You shall hear and you shall see only from him. And his spirit shall minister unto you visions again to the faithful that is. The spiritual barrenness and dryness, God said he's going to break it to those who are faithful unto him. That has caused them to make some natural decisions that affect their life. He said he's breaking it now. In this hour. It's broken. There's a great anointing in this session. And the anointing for prosperity is part of this session as well. Whatever poverty that they were going through, whether spiritual or natural, God said he's breaking it in this hour. is the yoke destroyer the anointing is the curse breaker the anointing is the one to reveal to you all truth for you shall know of the truth by the anointing of God and it shall teach you all the truth and you shall 
not need anyone to teach you the truth, for the anointing shall reveal to you the truth. Welcome to the new beginning. Different levels of warfare. <clears throat> Different levels of worship. What we have just gotten into in this session was just singing it. This is a different level of warfare. Now there's strong there's a stronger level, but we're not gonna do too much of the stronger level. Because there's still babes who need to learn how to listen again. Okay? I hope you're enjoying this session. Not only is this a singing and a prayer and a spontaneous worship, but this is also to rest in God, to receive, and to, um, to find peace and tranquility that you may hear the voice of God again internally. God says he's breaking that spiritual barrenness from those who are faithful unto him. He says he shall open up your ears to hear him and your heart to hear him and your mind to hear his voice right now. Your ears, your heart and your mind is completely open up right now to hear the voice of the Lord again. So your spiritual ears, your heart and mind shall be open. And you shall hear only hear his voice. There it is. There it is. There it is. How, Mr. Cleon, how you know these things? As I've said before, the spirit knows all things. What I speak to you is of spirit. What I'm revealing to you is of spirit. Yes, I see you. If you are willing, yes. See, I wanted to take them to a, um, a stronger level, but for some reason, there's babes that need to learn how to sing again. They don't know how to sing, and if I take them to that next level of stronger uh, warfare, um, technicality, I may, you know, take them from step A to step to step. X or so. I didn't want to do that. So I had to start in my step A. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
learn how to sing. Singing is is the enheightenment of the sensuality. The enheightenment of the sensitivity. If you are insensitive in listening, then you're not going to hear fully correctly what God is saying. The singing is the enheightenment of the sensitivity and the sensuality and even your sexuality. So the singing is going to bring a more clearer hearing of what the Spirit is saying because you're inviting worship into your atmosphere, into your temple. When the temple, when the human temple sings unto God, God speaks through them. And this is the, um, this is just a technicality, understanding. When, when you rest in God, when you, um, when you sit in the presence of the Lord and not say a word, you listen to what the presence of God is talking to you and telling you about. This is how you enter into the present to worship. Now, your life is supposed to be a reflection of worship unto Him, not just your practice, people. Therefore, when your life is a worship unto Him, you walk in His grace 24-7. You don't got to go practice it to enter it. A life that is a worship unto Him shall partake of the grace of Him. This is why when we worship God in practice, the supernatural grace shows up to help us, to teach us, to show us, to reveal to us what He wants. This takes place in worship. But if your life is a worship, it will already be there. So thank you for listening to today's session. Spontaneous worship. Spontaneous um, prophetic word. Spontaneous insight. I invite you to partake of such spontaneity in your life. To hear of God, to hear what He wants out of you and out of your life. Have yourself a wonderful day as I sign out. This is Ikem. Yes, Lord. We're about to start praying in the Spirit for a few minutes, getting a revelation of what the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me about. How are you doing today? It's Israel Clear on the Cloud, back at your service. We're about to talk about some of the things that are going on in the church and the world in the United States of America. But before we do that, let's pray in the Spirit. Raman de bihoko si tibi hindi bihamakotolobosa. 
Remain the beer, Rababacatopoco city be yaba. Yeti be yabacatopoco city be yabacatolobosa. Kitabacatopoco city be in the beobocosa. Sharabacatabacati in the be yeti beho. Ye mend the be yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Sharabacasotoboco city be yandava. Now, I want to talk about the things of the spirit about what's been going on, uh, how, how the body function, and, and, and the things of, uh, of the spirit. God created Adam. After he created Adam, he blew into Adam's uh, nostril and gave him life. Now God created Adam from dusk. The body was already formed. Everything was already formed. And as he breathed into Adam, he gave Adam life. So there was a spirit that entered into Adam. And this spirit is of a Holy Spirit. Now, if there had not been any spirit inside that body, that body would, have been, would not have been able to function. The functionality of that body is needed, uh, of need, is needed for when there's a spirit within. For God is spirit, and they that worship him, worship him in spirit of in truth. So if God is spirit, Jesus is spirit, the Holy Spirit. Do we hear that? The Holy Trinity, spirit. For those who are led by the spirit of God are called sons of God. Spirit. It is a spirit. Now let's say, for example... If 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 the body does not do the wrong does does not do the right thing or does do the right thing, what kind of spirit is leading that body? The spirit, the Holy Spirit, when it comes upon you, when it comes within you, you feel an enheitment, an upliftment. You feel the presence of God. When there is a, a spirit that is of the devil, you do everything opposite of what God intends for you to do. I must say this again. <clears throat> the, the spirit of God is not of unholy spirit. The spirit of God is a powerful spirit. It's a holy spirit. It's a pure spirit. It's a true spirit. What am I saying? The spirit of the living God that's within you does not cause the body to do the wrong thing. Now, this is not just a flesh body. We're talking about the sector. We're talking about groups, organization. We're talking about the things them of, uh, of, of the world. Uh, even the church. Public sectors, groups and organizations. What kind of spirit is in that organization? What kind of spirit is leading the people to do the right thing or the wrong thing? Is it the Holy Spirit or is it the, the, the spirit of the devil? Racism. What's going on with the racism? Uh, we, it, when you don't understand, spiritual things cannot be discerned by the natural man because it's foolishness to them. So, so, so those who are natural, we are all natural. And then some of us are all supernatural. But the natural, the natural man won't understand spiritual things. For he or she does not have a prayer life. 
I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Buy me some time. So the, the so, so so the natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit. So when the natural man sees this racism, this this carnality, this those this all form of things, you know what the natural man says? Hey, you know what's going on here? Why is he always doing that? Why is she always doing that? But he or she does not understand the things of the spirit. <laughs> he or she does not understand the uh, spiritual things. Of, of the spirit that is going on so therefore they are not sensitive or attentive or aware of what's going on because their sensitivity and their sensuality it's numb disobedience and rebellion will cause you to walk in that numbness you will not understand what's going on around you so as we grow in prayer as we move in prayer <clears throat> And as we fine-tune our relationship, God, then the sensitivity and the sensuality and every form of um, sense that God has given us will enlighten. And then we'll know what's going on around us. So the natural thing, the natural man cannot understand the spiritual things. And if the natural man cannot understand the spiritual things, what about the spiritual man? The spiritual man should be more mature to educate the natural man. The natural man says, I have no prayer life. While the spiritual man says, I got a prayer life. So if I am spiritually mature, I should be able to teach my neighbor what is, what's going on in the spirit. And why there's such uh, the, the racism and, and the chaos and whatnot going on in the world. Never look, look at it from what you see in your flesh. Because the soulish realm is so, it is so, so vague. It's lacking. Superficial. You must earn, <clears throat> understand. You must understand that God is spirit. We are spiritual beings inside a body. Natural body. Or a supernatural body. <clears throat> So if that if we are spiritual beings inside a, nat a natural body or supernatural body, which means that we must be spirit led, but what kind of spirit is leading us? So if there's racism going on, do you really think that is the human uh, that 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 uh, the human body can understand that the human individual can understand? Uh, what's going on in the spirit? No, they won't understand. The natural person won't understand. It takes a spiritually mature individual to understand why. Why there's so much chaos going on. When you go back into the word, biblical prophecies talk about the end times. People reject truth. They reject the uh, the word. Reject the knowledge. I'm sorry here. I got, I think I got uh, something going on in my left eye here. But however, <laughs> they reject the word. They reject the truth. They, uh, they they become disobedient to parents, and such. For it talks about in the scripture. Why is it that we cannot understand what's going on in this time? These are the last days. These are the end times. We must understand what God is doing. You must understand what what's what's going on. Bible prophecies are not fake. They are real. They are real. And it's true, and it's and it's uh, tested. 
and it's holy. Anything that is true, pure, and holy, you cannot, you cannot reject it. Well, you can reject it. But by you rejecting it, you reject what is true. And therefore, deception is easy to walk right into your life. So, so the main focus of, of this, whole, this whole talk here is it's a spiritual thing. It's really a spiritual thing. Why is there so much racism? Why is there so much sectorism? Why is there so much, uh, there's so much um, divisiveness? It is a spiritual thing. Spiritually speaking, you have to understand the sign of times. You must understand what's going on in the spirit. For, 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 for the scripture declares that we shall be, uh, I think it was Paul who declares that uh, we shall be in the bond of peace and the unity of the spirit. How are we going to be the unity of the spirit when we are we ourselves don't know what kind of spirit is leading us? For those who are led by the spirit of God, <clears throat> the spirit of God is the Holy Spirit. The question you got to ask yourself, do you have the Holy Spirit? And is the Holy Spirit leading you? Or is it of a spirit of the devil? Now, there's many spirits of the devil. Hatred, unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, uh, all of these can be categorized. They can be categorized under certain um, bigger uh, spiritual uh, names. And we all do know, we all know that one of the biggest things in, in the church world is the spirit of Jezebel. And you already know there's sub-spirits that comes right out of Jezebel. As soon as you have Jezebel, every single thing just starts to open wide up for the devil. But what are we going to do to solve the problems that we're going through today? The Bible said that prayer, prayer changes things. If uh, if if we want to get to uh, get 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 our problems fixed, get our situation fixed, get your land healed, because many of our lands are not healed yet, and your land does not consist of where you're living, your land consists of where your problem is. How are you going to fix your problem if you don't if you don't seek the master, if you don't seek the creator? All he do is sitting down on his throne waiting for you to call to him. We don't need no any fancy prayer, you know. All you need to do is call on Jesus and say, Lord, help me. The, the problem is that humility and humbleness has been lacking in today's society. It's like everybody wants to become more prideful, more boastful, more puffed up. You know? And the Bible strictly declares that uh, humility and humbleness retain honor. Humility and humbleness retains honor. Honor does not come until there's humility and humbleness. Humility and humbleness retains honor. Let's say, for example, what, what does it mean to be honored? Honored means to serve, to love, to be generous with, hospitable, to show gratitude, to be empathy, emp empathetic, empathic, sorry. It's, it's, it's so important to honor because God wants to honor us but are we willing to be humble before him come humble before him come boldly to the throne of grace that, day, 
that you may obtain mercy and grace in time of need. Sometimes you wonder what's going on. You must understand why is, why is it going on. Because the devil is busy. The devil wants us to be puffed up in pride. There is a spirit that comes when, when you're puffed up in pride. And that spirit is called Leviathan. The spirit of Leviathan flows in the atmosphere of those who have pride, envy, and all forms of jealousy. Leviathan is not a good spirit. It cuts short the power of God. But God gives grace to the humble. He, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. How are we going to get back to the place of humility and humbleness if there is no at the feet of Jesus Christ? I want to talk about something. It's so important. And the Holy Spirit just uh, brought the revelation to me. Jesus Christ is the head of every man. Christian and non-Christian. I'm going to say it one more time. Jesus Christ is the head of every man. Whether you are Christian or non-Christian. The head of woman is man. And the head of Jesus Christ is God. There is something about levels of authority we must understand. When Jesus sits on his throne, there is no one at his level. There is no one seen eye to hire him. There is no one that get uh, that will come at his knee level. No. You come under the authority of Jesus Christ. The authority of Jesus Christ is the uh, is is the ultimate authority. Is the authority above all all authority. His name is above every single other name. Now we must understand that the reason why there has been so much pride because no one want, no one wants to submit. What's going on? Why is it that no one wants to submit? Submission and submission brings you under covering and protection. So every man here on this planet earth, whether you're Christian or non-Christian, you must come, come under protection, come under Jesus Christ. You're not above him. So, so, so the same thing as the, as the, um, the same thing of, 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 of your head. You never are on the same level as your head. You come, come under your head. You're not on the same level as your head. You come under your head. You come under the chair of your head. You come under the feet of your head. So humility and humbleness say, I'm staying at the feet of Jesus Christ. I am seated at Jesus. I am kneeled at the seat of Jesus, at the feet of Jesus Christ. When I am at the feet of Jesus Christ, humility and humbleness is developed, and therefore, by becoming at the, at the feet of Jesus Christ, my Master honors me for that. Wherever there is no humility, humbleness, expect no honor. Now. There is one thing we must understand about that. If God resists the pride and gives grace to the humble, the grace of God says, I, I, the unmerited favor 
and assistance in time of need is bestowed upon me when I am humble before him. How does this correlate to the things of the spirit? The minute you become prideful is the minute you allow the Holy Spirit, the, you, you allow the spirit of um, Leviathan to come near you. And the minute you have an open door to the devil, he comes right, he opens that, that, that same door you open up and he comes right in. So we need to get back to prayer. Maturity says I have I've matured in my relationship with God. Maturity says I have matured in my relationship with God, and I understand the things them of, of of the problems of this world that is going on. And if we can't, and if we can't understand what's going on, then we need to get back into that word. The things of life, the world, the planets, the galaxy, the universe, and the things of within the planet was all framed by the word. And I said this in, in my other two videos or so, but I don't think nobody was listening. If the world, the world was framed by the word of God, what is protecting this planet? It is the word itself. The word itself is protecting this planet. And we as human beings, the footstool of Jesus Christ is the world, is the earth, is planet earth. Heaven is my throne, but earth is my footstool. And if earth is the footstool of Jesus Christ, do you think the master wants his footstool clean, messy, or muddy? If I was the master, I would want my footstool to be clean. And this goes back to the things of the spirit. Strife, anger, hatred, bitterness, all stems from the heart. If there is no forgiveness, there is no release. If there is no forgiveness, there is no, there is no blessing coming down from heaven to me. So one must forgive in order to, to, to move forward and to receive the blessing of God. The blessing of God cannot bestow upon you until you release the unforgiveness and anger. So we must get back to prayer. Prayer. Prayer is the key. Many of us don't know how to pray. Many of us don't want to pray. Many of us pray too much. But if you only know the sweetness of prayer, it brings about a great blessing and a great grace. That you have no understanding what God is doing when he said prayer. The minute that Elijah prayed, the rain came down within few, few prayers. He prayed and the rain came down. The reason why the rain came down, because there was a famine in the land. Huh? 
So, so, so we must get back to prayer. And I'm smiling because there's something sweet about this word. It's just a, it's just a sharp word, sharp word, sharp on time word. And I just want to touch on the, the, the spiritual thing. There's more, but uh, give me your feedback on what you think uh, we could pray about. We, could, we should pray about and uplift the United States of America and the world itself, because it's not only the United States going through problems. It is every single continent who have something going on, every single island, whatsoever land you're in, <laughs> it's not a perfect land. So we must lift them up in prayer. Uh, just uh, let me know what kind of prayer you have so we can stand in agreement and pray on behalf of the United States of America. Pray on behalf of, uh, of the world so that, uh, so that the blessing of the Lord that makes one rich and had it no sorrow that be bestowed upon them and I wanted to touch on that last scripture sorrow it, it, sorrow is not it, it is not a blessing sorrow it is surely not a blessing yeah, the book of Isaiah chapter 30 talks about the woe or woe to the rebellious children woe says trouble woe says sorrow rebellion is what causes sorrow people we must understand this is the time that we're in. These are the end time, the 21st century. We are in the end time and we must understand rebellion. We must understand what it is. We must understand what is disobedience. And sorrow and trouble is one of the main things that the end result of rebellion and disobedience. So please just text me, text me, uh, email me or uh, let's, uh, give me constructive feedback on what, what we should pray about. And we'll stand in agreement that we'll pray for the nations, okay? God bless you. You have a good day now. Quick announcement. The year 2021 shall be a year of revealing of whom ICAM is politically. For ICAM and the team and his team and the team that he's building at this current time. For the remaining of the uh, last two months of the quarter, we will be talking about the plan and what we're going to do next year in revealing this um, awesomeness that has now come and the grace that has now come. So let us ride out the year in joy, in peace, in love, and in harmony, and in the grace of him whom is I can. Well, says the Lord of hosts. Welcome back. CKMI is an organization that was uh, built from um, site. There was a time when um, I was walking on University Avenue here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I closed my eyes and I saw in, uh, in a vision Kingdom Ministry. Now, CKMI Cleon's Kingdom Ministry International is a ministry that was birthed based on sight, based on a vision. That's why there's so much power and so much grace and anointing in that ministry that's upon the internet, in the internet, and in social media. It was birthed from sight, and when I establish it by following and establishing what I saw 
there was a power and anointing that came to the ministry in Facebook and on social media. And many has come to that place where I'm at and has gotten redeemed and saved right there. Remember, ministry is about salvation, a public service of salvation to lead God, to lead the people who are lost back to the Lord, that they may be saved from being lost and dead. Therefore, that is just what I have started on social media and on Facebook, and it's become a, a, a success over the years that I've been in that platform and that avenue. And this has been um, this has been since 2016 when I changed the name from Prophetic Foundation Fivefold Ministry to Kingdom Ministry, and it has become excellent, superb and prosperous in bringing many changes and a turn in many lives of the people who said yes unto what has been established. So going forward, we are only going to expand with this um, vision. It shall not only dwell in media, but there's going to be an expansion coming soon for the year 2021. The year 2021 shall be when it shall be expanded to, to different areas and different places. This, the reason why I reveal this, what is about to be revealed in this expansion will change many things politically throughout this uh, entire kingdom and even the seven mountains that this influences as well. Because rain has now come and the high throne has now come. When the expansion takes place, there's only one thing that's going to happen. There will be a chair planted in that place that respects the throne that has now arrived. And when this takes place, it shall bring a change throughout this entire kingdom. A political change that shall affect many things. I know many of you know of the Jesus pieces. You shall see not only the Jesus pieces, you shall see a throne this time. He is on the throne. Jesus is on the throne. And his name is now Cleon. Who is I can. He is on the throne, guys. Right? You come boldly through the throne of grace. Who is that you may obtain mercy in time of need. Guys, CKMI is going to be one of the of the um, ministries that's going to change certain things in this entire kingdom when it when it gets expanded in the place that it's going to be expanded in. So get ready for our next chapter of victory. Saints, get ready for our next chapter of victory. Get ready for our next chapter of great change. Israelites, stand up when this happens. <clears throat> for your honor, 
who has now come, whom is I came, has now walked into the room, has now walked into the kingdom, is now amongst you. It is your judge who has arrived. So get ready, guys, for what for, um, for an exciting building, an exciting expansion of the CKMI organization. All right, you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. Welcome to Cleon's Marriage Center Hyphen Apostleship. How did um, the Marriage Center come about being created and established? First, first and foremost, I have, it was first a group, a Wisdom Center group. <clears throat> and in this Wisdom Center, it was a center to, to educate people on how to live their life. So that their life will be better. And then um, it was in a, a dream. Or it was in a vision. Whereas the, the spirit revealed something in marriage. And it, it revealed that uh, something is going on in marriage. And then suddenly after that sight that I had. In revelation from the spirit. I changed the group name. That's in Facebook to Cleon's Marriage Center hyphen apostleship. And this is the ushering of the new beginning wisdom of God, of our Lord and Savior, as well as the healing center for all marriages. And this is how it has been birthed for, for, um, for so long in, um, in social media. This marriage center organization, nonprofit organization, is um, a place to bring healing and deliverance and prosperity onto the marriage. Whereas uh, the union between a husband and wife, it's perfectly in accordance to God's perfect order. That they are one with each other in every domain, dimension, and realm that they are allowed to function in. Whereas their, fun- whereas their oneness between each other's temple it's to its perfect state not lacking any um, oneness which means imperfection they are they, they will have the same heart the same mind the same spirit the same body the same speech which is the same sound right and they will have the same characteristics this is how you know that they are perfectly one Though they have two human bodies, they are one. Marriage is classified as one, not two. It is one. And if they're not classified as one, then they're not completely one in their human bodies. So in this marriage center, not only is there a marriage ceremony between a husband and wife that's taking place, but there's a fixture between the two of them and there's a healing that takes place in this marriage center. And it's been successful for the past, um, I can't remember how long it was, but it's been a long time now. Many marriages have come to me and have been restored to their full, perfect state. And I, there's, there's people who testify and said that their marriage is a hundred times better after they have come to me in this marriage center. They have been healed and they are seen clearly. They have the same heart and the same mind. 
they um they look the same way they're not different they're inseparable they're not separable they come back to each other and they want to dwell with each other they can live with each other there's no division amongst them spiritual division is the cause of marriages not being in unity spiritual divisiveness is the number one cause of two human bodies going separate ways Spiritual division and spiritual adultery is the number one cause of natural adultery. You don't have the affection nor the intent of when you are spiritually in unity with your spouse. So in this marriage center, I bring the marriage back together, put them back in order in, in according to God's standard. And there's a new um, apostleship. The new apostleship is the uh, revelation of our Lord and Savior, right? And in this new revelation, there is also a new covenant between the Lord and the marriages. The marriage is restored back to the Lord where he has covenant with, with, with them. And he perfectly protects them and no one can come in between their marriage to bring a separation amongst them. This nonprofit organization has done many things and has helped many. Here goes the funny part about it. It's only in social media and, and in the, inter the internet, sorry. It hasn't gone into a building yet. Next year, there will be an expansion coming with the uh, organization. And that is the fresh good news of how Mar Cleon's Merit Center has started. This was based on sight, revelation by the Spirit of God. Okay, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for supporting uh, Cleon's Marriage Center in advance. Thank you for uh, partaking of the grace. Thank you for, for believing. And thank you for um, allowing me to make a difference in your life. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye now. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Israel Cleon Andre McLeod. <clears throat> so there's some questions that many have out on what's, uh, what's, uh, what's this uh, Israel that you are? What is it? Uh, how did you come about? Uh, what's the, uh, the purpose, the destiny, the mandate? Well, to first start off, we, look, we must understand what Israel means. Let's define what Israel is. Israel is defined as a um, father. Israel is, def is defined as God. Uh, when you look at the in the word, the word of God says uh, that the children of Israel, Israel is a fa is considered to be a father. And if Israel is a father, then he must be our God. <coughs> so Israel is uh, is God the Father. And and as we um, continue to. Uh, to understand what what Israel means, we'll understand why um, why in the 21st century there's somebody who has been anointed, appointed, created as the Israel. <clears throat> What's the whole purpose of having the identity of Israel? Why did God put that Israel in that individual? If you were to read the the Holy Scriptures, the Book of Revelations, it's all about Israel. What is Israel? The book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
to, is, the, is the revealing of who he is as the son of man. So Israel is God himself. The name of our God is Israel. How can we define somebody is authentic, real? How can we define that what they speak of is true? The anointing that is, that's upon a person will always tell you that that person is not a liar. The anointing is the truth. So if the person who has identified himself or claimed to be somebody and has the power of God on their life, then what they say and do, it is true. A liar does not have the anointing. Because the anointing does not produce a lie. It produces only truth. And it reveals only truth. So if anybody was to call a person anointed a liar, that individual is a Satan. He have the spirit of Satan with him or her. So let's go back to the question again. What does it mean to be an Israel? If, if God the Father is Israel, then the, uh, the uh, ability, the authority, the, uh, the power and the glory <clears throat> all comes from Him. When God spoke to Jacob, Jacob was, uh, was walking along a path and God appeared to him in a, dream, in a vision. Sorry, in a vision. And when God appeared to Jacob in a vision, God told Jacob from this day forward, you are no longer Jacob. So when God revealed to him that your name is no longer Jacob, your name is Israel from this day forward, God has already changed his name in heaven. So whatsoever took place in heaven, has come into manifestation in the natural here on earth. So his name was Israel Jacob. But yet still the scripture used Jacob after, uh, after a little while in Chronicles and whatnot. Here goes the, here goes the um, he in depth understanding of, of um, spiritual revelation because many are confused uh, that, that are living in uh, that are living in in the flesh. I tell you what I'm talking about. The natural man cannot understand the spiritual things. I spoke to uh, spoke about that in my other two videos or other videos or so. The natural man cannot understand spiritual things. So when Jacob had the vision of God telling him that your name is Israel, did you know? Do you know that many, if you were to reveal something like that without even revealing them to scripture I guarantee you they will say what? What, what, what what do you mean I'm confused what I don't understand it when you tell people about a dream or a vision and one of the one of the things that you must understand never feed them who does not don't feed them if they're unwilling to hear the spiritual revelation or if they don't understand because if you were to give them the cookie before they can un before they can even drink the milk, I guarantee you they, they will not. 
They will not, um, <laughs> they will give you a hard time. Anyway, so, <clears throat> Jacob, God told Jacob, Jacob had a dream, Jacob had a vision, he became Israel, and God told him, go multiply, subdue, fill the earth, and to go inherit the land. Same thing as Isaac. And God blessed him. So Jacob was the blessing at that time. This was the book of Genesis. He was the new beginning. Okay? He went to Laban's house, and, 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 and since that Laban saw who Jacob was, he found favor in Jacob, and Jacob had to work for him, and such forth. But Jacob was the blessing. We must remember that. When God said to Jacob that you are Israel, God is the blessing. So guess who became the blessing? Jacob became the, Jacob became the father. The father, yes, the father. The real father. The real one. And this was done through the spirit. M many individuals who are, who are natural don't understand uh, spiritual things due, due to uh, what's going on in life, their life had brought them so much things that they focus on rather than the spiritual things that they would not even want to listen or want to even hear anything pertaining to the spirit. So when life has put you into a place of, of your sight, hear what I'm saying? Your sight is what you can see out of your eyes. That's, that's, that's one way, one-dimensional way of us explaining it. But the, your sight is considered to be your discernment, your understanding. Naturally speaking, if you were to tell somebody who's political, who have no prayer life, who have no understanding of the word, hey man, I had a vision, I had a dream, that such and such, you know what that person's going to say? I don't believe in that stuff. <laughs> I go to sleep. I don't dream. I wake up. I don't dream. Dreams are spiritual. Visions are spiritual. There was many times I would wake up. I would I would go to sleep and I would dream. There's not a night. There's not a night that I go to bed that I do not dream. There is not a night that I go to bed that I do not dream. Neither there is a night that I do, 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 do I go out of bed and I'm not in somebody else's dream. To finish off what we were talking about, the vision of Jacob. I was laying on the bed, <clears throat> broad daylight, right next to my wife. And then suddenly I took a, took a nap. <clears throat> I took a nap. <clears throat> I took a nap. Right, and within, within a few seconds, fell into a deep trance. Trance is considered to be a, a dream, dream or a vision, you know. But uh, I fell into that deep trance, and within a few minutes, I God spoke to me in a in a vision. It, it, it's in a trance, right? So He spoke to me in a vision, and and what was revealed to me is that the, the identity that I am, Israel. But in the revelation of this vision, it took place within the digestive system of my, of my body. But I saw Israel, and I saw all authority. When God revealed to me that Israel was my identity, and, and all authority was granted unto me, 
I woke up, took my phone, and wrote it down. I did not make a move until God spoke to me. I did not listen to anybody else until God spoke to me. I did not uh, agree with anything until God spoke to me. So I said, you know what? Let me change it now on Facebook. When I change the identity to Israel Clayon, there was a great elevation, uh, elevation that took place. And I felt it within my soul compartment, department. Not only did, not only was there elevation there in the soul area, and you already know that the soul is spirit. You cannot see the soul, but I felt it. There was an, a great increase of the power of God that's on my life. So. Let's go back to the first thing that I just said. What is Israel? Why, why are you Israel? Why is it that God appointed you Israel? What is the responsibility of Israel? That, that vision that I saw is what revealed to you why I am who I am. God, God spoke to uh, Moses in the burning bush. And at this burning bush, the, the bush did not consume. And God told him, take a sandal for you are on holy ground. The bush that did not consume has been rebirthed in the 21st century. bush that, that did not burn has been rebirthed in the 21st century. What do you mean, man of God? What do you mean, Israel? Talk to us. You're the father here. You're the God here. Talk to us. Okay. The bush that has been rebirthed is now the, the flesh. God said to, 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 um, to Moses, what shall I tell you? No, no, Moses said to God, what should I tell them who sent me? I am that I am have sent you. I, first, first letter, I, I am that I am. It was Israel who sent Moses. Did you not know that Moses came from the 12 tribes. Let's go back in the book of Genesis. Before Moses, there was Jacob. The 12 tribes came from Jacob. Right? Moses was the deliverer. Deliverers are kings of Israel. They have a God authority. Matter of fact, sometimes they are God himself here on earth. Moses was after Jacob. So, 
when Israel died, the question is, where did Israel go? There, here goes, there goes another revelation. God spoke to Jacob and said, your name is Israel. Did you know that the name change in heaven has already took place in, in earth? I said that, you remember that? Guess where did Israel go? Right at the top chair. Guess who spoke to Moses in the spirit? It was Israel. I am that I am. Israel, I, I, but he never revealed Israel. It was Israel that spoke to him. It was Father that spoke to him. You know what God said to him? Now go. Which person is going to be talking to, to, to the flesh like that? It had to be God. Well, it was God. Well, it was Israel. So now the bush that Moses saw has now been rebirthed. It is no longer a bush. It is the flesh that never consumes and has fire on it 24-7. And that is the body of Icam. My goodness. So the I am that I am has returned as I can. Jesus, somebody help me. Huh? Somebody help me. Somebody help me scream for a second. They don't get it yet. Huh? The I am that I am is now I can. Huh? <laughs> There's something funny about this moment right here. That it's a big revelation. You know, for all you know, within within few minutes, people will start screaming and going crazy. Say hi, just Joanna. Hi. But uh, we'll talk more later on about some in-depth revelation. And, and about Jesus too. Yeah. And some some great understanding of what Israel is capable of doing. What what's the authority of of, of Israel? Where does it sit above? What's the requirement? What is he what is he here for? What is the whole purpose of his being? You know what kind of glory that does he walk in? What is the whole um, situation about uh, about uh, ruling? Asking Israel is king. We must remember that. God, God God, didn't put Israel, a woman, as an Israel. So we cannot call Israel a queen. No, 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 no. Israel is a king. King, okay? All right, we'll talk to you soon. Right. Israel Cleon signing off. Say bye now. Fresh announcement. ICAM is now the boss. And because he is the boss, he will be hiring people for certain levels of positions and certain levels of authority. 
and he will be giving you your authority he will be giving you your grace he will be giving you your power he will be giving you your mandate he will be giving you your mission he will be giving you every single thing that you need in your position and yes guys you will be also paid by ICANN and you'll be paid by those who belong to ICANN for your position that you have been hired for and in this new beginning there's going to be a grace in your job this grace that's going to be in your job will not cause you to suffer what are you trying to say Mr. Icam? what I'm telling you you're not going to labor to an extent where it's so tiring the position and responsibility that you're going to be given will have the grace of God in it that the grace of God may be highlighted and that your work may not be highlighted before the grace that it may not bring glory to any former idol it will bring glory to your God and it will bring glory to the grace of God that comes from it that God may be exalted in your position that you have been hired so be of good cheer to those who have already been hired to those who have already been chosen be of good cheer in your position you shall have a blessed time in your position and you shall be valued in your position and when you are valued in your position you shall be respected in your position that ICAM has hired you for and given to you and blessed you with your authority and your juice your juice is the anointing the blessing the wisdom knowledge and understanding we are at a period of revolution and when we are at a period of revolution there is change you who have been hired and chosen is part of that new revolution and this new revolution comes with new beginnings get ready guys for the blessing get ready to walk in the blessing get ready to partake of the grace of God and get ready to be valued the level that you're supposed to be valued and supported at the level that you're supposed to be supported and paid at the level that you're supposed to be paid okay Thus says the spirit of Cleon, of him who speaks unto you. Greetings, this is Ankem. Um, I'd like to do a short 20 second deliverance. A city that belongs to the Lord has a spirit inside. And whomsoever was, um, has held the captive, which is a city captive, is no longer there. Therefore, a city, or a town, or a state, or a kingdom that belongs unto Cleon, the same shall it be. Hear ye the word of the Lord, who must Cleon. Whatsoever city, whatsoever town, whatsoever state, whatsoever region, whatsoever kingdom that belongs to Cleon. Be delivered. I speak in that town, in that city, in that continent, 
in that region be delivered. Be released from your captivity. Loose. That is the word of Cleon. Greetings. This is Icam. It's now time for demonstration. The time has come to demonstrate of this grace that we've been talking about and you've been listening to. Under the sound of my voice, I decree that times of deliverance and healing shall begin right now. I deliver you from any form of stupor. Be delivered. I loose you from any form of captivity. Be loose. I release you from any form of bondage. Be released. I release you from any form of soul tower that hinders your prosperity. Be released. I release you from any form of caveman mentality. Be released. I release you from any form of old mentality that hinders your prosperity. Be released and delivered. Any, <clears throat> any form of stubbornness and hardened heart that you've been carrying, I now break it. And I command your heart now to soften. And as it is softened, let the Spirit of God fill it again. And your heart shall be a new heart, a heart of flesh that is softened and not hardened anymore. Break. Any form of stubbornness in the mind, I break it now. Be set loose from your stubbornness. Loose. I set you free from for any form of impoverishment. Be set loose from your impoverishment. I set you free from spiritual adultery. Yes. Release. Be set loose. Be delivered. Healing. Yes. There's a person that's listening that needs to be healed. I command the healing upon you right now. 
be healed. There it is. The healing anointing is coming upon you right now. Finances, yes. Set loose. Whatsoever has been hindering and withholding, I decree it right now <clears throat> that it's set loose. These, how how is it that Mr. Cleon, Mr. Israel Cleon, that you speak and these things happen. This is what you call the keys. Keys are authority. All authority is him that speaketh unto you, O Miss Icam. Therefore, when he speaks unto you, these are his keys, his authority in the earth. That when he speaks unto you, these things shall happen. Be delivered. From stupor. Be delivered from your captivity. Be delivered from ignorance. Be delivered from your doubt. Be delivered from your unbelief and fear. I command the fear to go. To those who are listening and been carrying fear for too long. God says he has not given you fear. That is of the enemy. Be set loose from your fear. Be released. Okay, this has been a time of demonstration. So thank you for listening to iGames Podcast. I will talk to you later. Bye now. Times of demonstrations has now come. There's healing. The healing anointing is in this same session. The delivered anointing is in this same session. It's time for demonstration. Be healed from unforgiveness. Be delivered from any form of doubt and deception. I set you free from any form of captivity. I loosen you from what has held you down. I remove the traps that has been set before you and the pit that has been set before you you shall not walk into that pit 
neither shall you fall into it. I loose you from any form of soul tie, any form of ungodly soul tie that hinder your steps and your prosperity. I set you free from from the pains that has been holding you back and because you keep seeing this you keep having this pain and this pain keep holding you back yes you I deliver you from your pain in those areas Somebody got pain in their body. God says he's healing your body at this moment. Be healed from your pain. Be healed and be made whole. Let your faith increase that your wholeness may take place. Do not doubt it. Do not doubt it be healed there it is I felt the miracle taking place I, even as I spoke it be healed from unforgiveness be healed God says he's making your heart hold again. And he's increasing your heart to love and to have compassion again. Some hearts has been so tiny that they're been manipulated back and forth and tossed to left and fro. God says as your heart is belong, as your heart belongs unto him, he shall bring change and your heart shall increase it shall increase in love and as your heart increase in love so shall the love of God flow in and flow through it. there's some folks who couldn't laugh before God said he's setting you loose from that now you shall laugh again You shall laugh again. You shall have your joy again. Whatever tension that you've been going through, I break it now. Whatever has caused you to be tensed, I set you loose from it. I release you you know who I'm talking about I release you 
it shall trouble you no more. I said it shall trouble you no more. Release. One sound, one spirit, one people, one faith, one. 